Good morning. It's time for Five on Five in Five. Five stories on Channel Five in five minutes. This is Kelly Rippin with Fletcher Keel. Dad's not here today. That's right. Stephen Albritton. The we're, children are running the uh, the house. It's a little scary, and we're just trying to make Dad proud. That's so right. hopefully we can do so today. We are going to get you some of those topics as we also talk about the forecast for today. So let's start with that gorgeous weekend for the most part. Yes, the rain moved in about the same time as the tears of Bengals fans. But you know what? All week we were saying another rain game, going to be a lot of issues. There were issues, but not because of the rain. So everyone who was able to get to Paycor had a really beautiful day day to experience. Absolutely. And we're going to get much of the same that we saw over the weekend and summer-like temperatures building again as we get through midweek. Um, but 70s, sunny for most of the week. We get into the 80s midweek, and then rain chances don't pick back up again until... The end of the weekend. So if you are a gardener, if you have put your fall mums out, make sure you're tending to everything because uh, it will be very dry this week. Nice for us. Not great for nature. We'll talk more about that as we get through the week. But today, no issues. Hopefully you get to enjoy. High of 75. Tonight, low of 53. And again, when we get that summer weather like again, summer weather back again, without the humidity, which is great news. So hopefully that continues. All right. Let's start. Fletcher, kick us off. What's first? Yes, our first story today. A drive-by shooting in Cincinnati. Another one. We had one probably about six months ago. That led to a couple-month-long investigation until we finally got some answers. This one happened around 10 a.m. Sunday near the I-75-74 interchange. Uh, Still a lot of questions here. Don't have much suspect information we don't know the condition of the victim we just know this happened and hopefully we'll get more information soon yeah unsettling for sure anytime there is a shooting on the highway which unfortunately this is not the first time um you never know who could be driving by so that i think that hits home because so many people go hang on a second like i take 75 all the time or i was heading up to the Bengals game or whatnot so um just to keep in mind we are working to get more information Definitely a story we will work to get more on. The driver was able to get off the interstate, which is good because you want that person to be able to do so safely, uh, but again, had been shot three times. So working to get some more information there. Um, And a story where you kind of go, this again, the Roebling Bridge was shut down yesterday morning because of another hoax call. Yes, this is not copy-paste from Thursday morning where we were talking about what happened Wednesday. The call came in, uh, or we don't know when the call came in, but the when we were listening to the scanners yesterday, over the scanners, they were saying they were going to work to shut down the bridge around 10.15, 10.30 uh, a.m. They were saying, yeah, we've gotten another call. Uh, Covington police said that they believed it was another hoax, but we're taking every precaution as they should. As we see, you know, when schools get threats, they take every precaution as well. Um, and not only a bummer that this happened again, but a busy Sunday. People parking in Covington, walking over to Paycor, the final day of Oktoberfest, so a large headache. Again, about a three-hour closure reopened right as kickoff was happening uh, at Paycor. Um, didn't feel like we got a t- as much information as we did Wednesday, uh, but uh, and I don't even know if it was confirmed to be a hoax, but they didn't find anything on the bridge and were able to reopen it. So uh, just like Wednesday, about as positive as this could be, but again, something that was going on, and you were kind of shaking your head in disbelief, thinking... 
how is this happening a second time in a week? Absolutely, yeah. So people heading down to the Bengals game, Oktoberfest. It also was just a really gorgeous Sunday morning. So a lot of people in my neighborhood on the Covington side were out on walks and noticed what was happening. Um, the FBI handling both of those investigations. So the Wednesday situation and Sunday situation, they are investigating both, which is likely why we're not getting a whole lot of information. Um, they're a lot harder to press to get released info um understandable on certain parts especially if an investigation is still active and ongoing right um all right what's next yes our third story today if you're planning an international trip you might need to have a second form or a second or third form of id with you of course regular id passport and now a newly installed visa process if you're planning on going to the eu very interesting and good to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not one of the people planning a European trip because I have two children. Um, They'll love it when they're older, though. Listen, I'm I'm not letting them stop me. It's the financial <laughs> that, restraints that that's are true. stopping me currently. Um, but yeah, so if you are planning an international trip, you might need this extra form depending specifically on where you're going. So starting in 2024, the U.S. passport holder... Ho- I'm going to try that word again. U.S. passport holders will need a travel visa to go to 30 European countries. That includes Italy, France, Spain, just to name a few. Obviously, very big ones. Visa applications are quick, affordable, less than $8. It will also be done electronically, so you don't have to go down to the postal office like you might have to for a passport. Um, Yeah, less than 8 bucks. It's just an added layer and an added step that you want to make sure you take care of before you leave. So, um, as well, if you are planning a trip, passport delays, average renewal time is about 10 to 13 weeks. If you do not expedite the process, we put ours in, shoot, I don't even remember, I think in August, and it still very much says in process. I think it was the beginning of August, so we're about six weeks in and, and have not seen an update that it's being sent back to us. We plan that ahead. We've got nothing pressing. It's just something that we made sure we were getting taken care of. So uh, do be mindful of that. Don't be that person that has to travel to a passport office because there's not one anywhere near here. That's right. And Meredith's thoughts live for us this morning, and she was saying those things. And like you're saying, even if you don't have anything coming up soon, you never know when the opportunity might arise. And with that backlog, with that delay, it might be good to go ahead and get something going. All right. Let's head to sports. Um, not a ton to talk about when it comes to the Bengals yesterday. Yeah, uh, finally scored some points, scored some touchdowns. Charlie Jones, the electric kickoff or the electric uh, punt return for a touchdown, and then Joe Burrow and the offense got going a little bit in the second half. Has his two touchdowns, both going to T. Higgins of all people. Jamar Chase a little bit quiet, um, but the Bengals defense didn't do enough to stop Lamar Jackson. He had his favorite uh, passing target. Uh, back in Mark Andrews, so he was healthy. 27-24, the Bengals uh, fall to the Ravens, 0-2 for the second straight season. Uh, They have a game coming up that you'll be able to watch on WLWT on Monday night against against a Los Angeles Rams team that all of a sudden looks like could be dangerous. There was some talk in the offseason, this is, you know, a tank year, they're just going to kind of collect a high draft pick, but they actually look to be a threat, so Monday night uh, looks a little bit more interesting. And it's a Rematch of, the Super rematch Bowl of the Super Bowl two years ago, not yes, last year. That's right. We wish. So let's go to good news. Uh, let's not dwell on that. We're going to hear from the players and find out more as we get through the week. Again, we have an extra day. Hopefully that's good news as well for Joe Burrow and his calf, which he 
says he strained or tweaked a little bit. He seemed uncertain on how he wanted to approach that conversation yesterday. Yes. So quickly, good news for the Reds, or at least trending still in good news. Yes, uh, they went 4-2 and two this past week. Series wins at Detroit, at the Mets. However, there is some bad news with that. They enter today a half game out of the wildcard spot, mostly due to the Diamondbacks and the Marlins. Uh, collecting weekend sweeps, uh, Diamondbacks sweeping the Cubs, also in the wild card race, Marlins sweeping the Braves, who took the foot off the gas after clinching the NL, we- uh, NL East earlier last week. Uh, so as it stands, half game out behind uh, the Cubs and Miami, who are both tied for that third wild card spot, and they open their final home stand of the season, if you can believe it. It's a long season of baseball, but then you think back, like, man, wasn't it just... Wasn't it Absolutely. just June, May, July? Uh, so that homestand starts tonight against the Twins, 640. It should be a beautiful night for it. Can't wait. All right, that's 5 on 5 in 5 for your Monday. Dad will be back tomorrow. Hopefully he will approve of our, our work, Fletch, and we will be here with you all week.